My name's Alex, and in a couple days, my wife and I are having a baby. This is the first entry in an audio diary podcast I'm calling, Are You There, Pod? It's me, Dad. Every week, I'll recap the previous week in figuring this parenting stuff out in real time while calling up my friends that all had babies within the same month I did. So come with me as I figure out parenting on the fly. Brian. Rana, you know, we don't go into this area a lot except when we need to. That's exactly right. Because we, this is, this one is wild. And it and it applies to everyone. And to be honest, it's a nonpartisan issue. Completely. What, the only thing we're talking about here is making sure that everybody who wants to vote in the way that they want to vote has the opportunity to do so. And not to mention, people aren't getting their medications. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's affecting yes. or their paychecks. It's affecting everything. And so. It's such a fundamental basic service that every American deserves, whether it's an election year or it isn't an election year. And what we're talking about, of course, is funding for the United States Postal Service. I have felt so under this thing of just like feeling really powerless in this moment about where to go and what to do. And I think the thing we've found is apwu.org slash save post office, which gives you direct links on action you can take, which I believe is mostly just calling your senator because they need their funding as part of a stimulus package. Um, So that seems to be the thing to do. But That's the American Postal Workers Union. That's their website. So that's the information that they're putting out that's in their own best interests. And uh, there's a, you go on there, there's a whole bunch of resources telling you how to get in touch with your senators, et cetera, and your other reps for funding. But the key thing here is that we need to fund the Postal Service so that people can get their medications, especially at a time like this, people can get letters from their loved ones, whatever it is that they need, but also that they can get their ballots, that we can get the ballots back, excuse me, on time, that your vote, whatever it may be, is counted, and that we can ensure a safe and fair election, and And, that goes for everybody. And you know, Rana, just to finish this, there was actually something I thought of, because you remember how you said that you weren't sure if your Venmo was working about the tomatoes? Maybe you've tried to mail a check and I haven't gotten it. Even though, <laughs> even though I just live in the back house, what's so funny? <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, I, you know what, Brian? Maybe that's what happened. Okay, well then now I don't blame you. Maybe that's what happened. Okay, but in any event, it's very rare that we do this kind of call to action. But really, it's a nonpartisan issue. It's just a question of fairness. Absolutely. Let's make sure everybody has. Uh, the right to have their voice counted. And as you're saying, essential, essential services Completely. that are the absolute given right in any in any nation, Society, but certainly yeah. in a developed nation like us. So, APWU.org slash save post office. Rana, I have to tell you something. What? <laughs> I, I love, okay, just go. Just, all I can say is go, just go. I can't be held accountable for uh, my brain today. What happened? Too much tequila smashes? No, that sounds delightful. No, much worse. 
not terrible. I have a sinus. My head is a balloon, and I've I've taken some cold and sinus medication. I don't have a cold though. I took actually. Do you know they have Advil allergy and sinus? Yeah, of course I know that. I didn't know that. I had to go. My favorite is the Tylenol allergy and sinus. Actually, really, yeah. But Ronna, I, I actually think Advil. you slipped me one of those once and you you gave it to me with a glass of wine. Well, was it you were having a sinus headache? I, I was having or, a sinus headache. You but you slipped, I think you yeah. literally said you didn't slip it. You gave me the Tylenol and you said, have it with a glass of wine. That's what you said. And how did you and how did you feel after? <laughs> the best time. <laughs> it kicked every it kicked everything up from like, uh, I don't feel so great to like me screaming, basically. <laughs> Well, that's always a good sign. Yeah. You screaming at a function is a good sign because it means you're having a good time. I should have taken this with wine, except it's sort of early. Otherwise, I would have. But I do want to think- It is sort of early. I'd like to publicly- (laughs) I'd like to publicly thank Yadvina because I can't do that sinus rinse by myself. It makes me too nervous. So she's been doing it for me. She's been pumping up the fluid. Wait a minute. What? No, I'm just saying- You're doing a neti pot with Yadvina? Well, technically, it's a, like a um, neti medical or neti – it's some kind of neti pot. I can't remember the exact name. Neomed? I don't remember. Yeah. Yes, I know the one. You know which one I mean. Are you using the, the bottle or are you using the – The um, Not the teapot. Why not do a Flonase or something like that? Well, because I'll be honest with you, this was a little cheaper and I thought maybe I would just start doing it daily to avoid any sinus pressure, but yeah. I'm too scared to do it. I don't like putting things in my nose and except like in college, obviously, for like a year. But Yadvina has really <laughs> Let's tell that story. <laughs> Which year? I think it was my junior year. And what did you tell your parents you were spending the money on? Books? Oh, God, good question. I think I was actually working full-time, so it was technically my money. Were you a waiter? Uh, no, at that point, I were. Oh, my God. I, I cannot <laughs> so believe I'm funny. about to tell you where so I worked. So funny. I, I can't wait. I haven't thought of this in so long. Are you ready? <laughs> I can't wait. Gap Kids. <laughs> oh, actually, no, it was my sophomore year. It was my sophomore year. My I'm junior year I started astonished. waitering. Astonished. They wouldn't hire me at the regular gap, so they sent me to Gap Kids. It I'm actually <laughs> astonished. Gap <laughs> Gap Kids I am too. In, U, in Union Square? One time I fainted in there. Yeah, uh no, the one on like Fifth Avenue and like twenty second or something. One time you fainted in there. Of course I you did. did. What, yeah. hap- what happened that you fainted? <laughs> I can't remember exactly, except it was the day it that- It had like, to be 6th Avenue. It was 5th Avenue, Rana. It was like really? right by where um, Emporio Armani, you know where that is? On like 5th and like 20th or 18th maybe. Okay. Like right where, where Mesa Grill used to be. Okay. Like right around there. Um, I so can't even handle this. Gap Kids. And I would have to answer the phone. Thank you for calling Gap Kids Baby Gap. This is Brian. How can I help you? And did you have keys to anything? No, I wasn't like that the high register up. or a, or a door uh, dress change. They have changing rooms in a baby gap. They did have changing rooms. I think they might have been because the gap was like next door. You know what I mean? Yeah. Would, it was all one big thing. But I like wasn't good enough to work there. So oh my god, it's so funny. And so would you be like, well, we have these in a six X, or I can see if I can find them for you in a four? Yeah, and I remember one lady several, got being mad, being like, how is this a 2T? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. How is this a 2T? 
Now, does it help you when you're buying clothes for Lillian and Alice, your experience as a Gap Kid salesman? Mm-mm. No, yeah. it didn't. It can, didn't you eyeball, can you eyeball a child? When you look at one, do you think, that's a 4T, that's a 6. No. That's a 6X. That's a I can only <laughs> odd, eyeball that it is a child. Because, that's it. <laughs> because, ch- because children's sizes are very confusing, I think. They do seem confusing. And also, yeah. like, I don't know. I usually just ask my sister-in-law, like, can you point me to a website you like? Yeah. And I usually veer away from clothing because I feel like that's always the trickiest. Yeah. So I try to do a stuffed animal or a toy or something like that. Yeah, jelly cat, a little jelly cat. Exactly. I go that direction. But I fainted in there because I remember that it was a really (laughs) big – it was a really big deal because like Gap Corporate was coming. And so they were like, Brian, we trust you. You're going to be the greeter at the door. And they come in undercover. They're like, you're going to be the greeter at the door. And about 20 minutes in, I just collapsed. I can't – I really, it's so, <laughs> the Southern genes are strong in you. I'm going to be honest, because <laughs> of the vapors. You think they're not, but you become overcome and you have, <laughs> you, have you have episodes and you fainted in a baby gap. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. Oh my God. I have do you know, I've never even told anyone on throwing shade. I worked at Gap Kids. <laughs> I don't know how I have literally blocked that entire part of my life out. But anyway, it was during the Gap Kids year that I tried Coke a couple times. <laughs> if we're gonna get to, <laughs> oh, it's so funny. And where would you go? Would you just go to bars and things? Where did kids at NYU go when you no, were there? I mean, it was such a like it was really more drugs than booze there. Yeah, because um, I mean, there would be booze at some things, but no, I mean. I don't think I ever had a fake ID or anything. And you would just walk around the city? And a lot of the gay, yes. But well, people would, had apartments. Both. Yeah. Both. But a lot of the like gay clubs there, yeah. you could be 18 and go. They would just put something around your wrist. Sure, because they're more drug clubs than drinking clubs. So exactly. And then yeah. we just used to sneak in like alcohol like in our pants or something. So funny. So oh gross. God. Oh. I don't miss those days. Oh, it feels – it does feel dirty. It feels like it, everyone needed a shower. But that's New York. That's New York. I could never in a million years do it now. And I guess some of those things I look fondly on, but, like, I don't miss it, you know, yeah. in that way. Oh, that is so funny. Yeah, kids. Anyway, so, Yadvina, I wanted just to thank for the – What's thank, going thanks. on with the sinus infection or allergies? I don't know. It's out of nowhere. And I just started, you know, freaking out because I didn't, you know, I think when everyone gets a hint of something's off now. Oh, you were worried you were sick. You just go to the worst. And I didn't want to get you involved. And so I did ask Shadvina. I was like, she's got to have some antibiotics in there. There's no way she doesn't. I know she's stockpiling something. But she didn't, she said that you didn't have any that she could see. And that also she wasn't going to go through your medicine cabinet because that just isn't like her to do that. And I said, well, whatever. And so finally, we came to the decision. I was like, if you're not going to steal for me, you're going to have to do the rinse for me. So she I did. Said. So you're doing a daily rinse. Do you think it's helping? Unclear. Or you've just started in the past week. It, I so. just started yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, that actually is very helpful, I have to say. And yeah, there I- is a, uh, there's one that is electric, so to speak. Uh, so that you don't have to do the squeeze bottle and it sort of shoots the water up there. It just like pumps it in. Yeah, but really the truth is you don't necessarily need that whole thing. What you want what you can do is you can get one of those spray bottles. It could be a flonase or it could be as simple as a saline rinse. Sure. You put it in your nasal cavity and you sort of 
you just let it instead of because sometimes what people do is they get too aggressive with the squirt. Right. And what that can do is cause inflammation in the sinus cavity. That just doesn't feel good. It feels like swimming and getting water up your nose, Ew, basically. Right. Uh, but what you do is you sort of fill up the nasal cavity and you hold it in, sort of relax for about 30 seconds or so, and then let it out, you know. The, the other, other side way. or whatever it is. And I'll let her know that. And that does a nice job. Yeah. Well, you I could thought maybe I would start her getting- Her so she could let you know that you could be doing it yourself. But you sort of you sort of want to fill the cavity and lay on, lay back on, maybe sit on your bed for a minute or two and then release it. That's Well, did thing. you know that marker can come off, they say, mirror pretty easily? So I wrote down the steps on the mirror like they did in the 80s with lipstick, except I did like a- Oh, that's Like fun. a Sharpie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. she knows what to do now. Okay. Well, I'm so great, uh, grateful that we're finding uses for Yadvina during quarantine. Other uses for Yadvina. She's been Yadvina. great. She really is, Ron. I have to tell you, she's a, she's, she's a really good person. And, and I, think, I think you should probably give her a raise. Well, we can talk about taking – we could talk about your car and taking part of the stipend for your car and putting that towards Yadvina if you'd like to. Or if you'd like, you could personally pay for all the extra work that you're making her do that really doesn't have anything to do with me. I have to be honest. I think she's probably just fine. I just wanted to <laughs> say that so other people would think I was generous. <laughs> and now they know you are. Speaking exactly. of being generous, I was very impressed with my own generosity this week. Because... I people on the Patreon already know this, but people on the free feed don't. Because what really tends to happen is, and if people aren't with us on Patreon, I mean, look, that's up to them. They can live their lives any way they want to. That's true. Are they missing out on the book club? Are they missing out on the Quarantine International Film Festival? Are they missing out on double the John Gabris last week? Are they missing out on you and me and John Gabris having an absolute wild time talking about Terminator 2. It really was fun. Jaws. It was a terrific episode. It was. But the other thing they're missing out on is exclusives. Yeah. And Brian has a tendency to debut things on Patreon, (gasps) whether it's his body parts or his uh, artistic endeavors. Apparently he's been working on I don't know, some sort of an ad campaign. with My commercial work. Yes. That's right, Ronna. Good to call it an ad campaign. Your ad campaign, which featured prominently, your reel featured very heavily in the ad campaign. And so uh, you did your own version, let's say. Well, people know about, because of the Kiki, they know about the first version of the Lobsterman's uh, commercial, Harry's Home Delivered Lobsters. That's right, which was missing a crucial element at me. Yeah. Yes. So, so Brian did his own cut, as we say in Hollywood. Yes, I did. And we put that up on the Patreon. We haven't released it to the free fade. I'm going to put it up on the YouTube so that they can see it. Okay. But more importantly, we're going to say- we'll play it at the end of this episode. Well, that's fine. But I just want to make sure, Rana, that people understand that the, the, the commercial is perfect, but 
that's not how we're making our money just yet. Yes, I was going to say the business model seems to have changed. It's changed a little. We're definitely From lobsters the go- to pre-lobsters. That's right. The ultimate goal I want to say to people <laughs> is for the lobster delivery service to deliver lobsters. Right. But before they can actually get the capital to get the lobsters and the delivery service off the ground. And you have to admire Harry for being so ambitious, I have to say. He is really ambitious. It's really more of a lobster t-shirt business right now than a lobster business. Well, right now, and you know, we had to change the shirts because at first it was like, I I love Harry. I I loved the lobster I ate at Harry's. We can't do those anymore. So now it's just that adorable (laughs) logo that Oscar made of his aunt Oscar is always wait is it's <laughs> is it well I heard there's some dispute in the family that he told you that the aunt made it but it turned out the nephew made it the I nephew don't know made what. it the yeah. nephew made it and I said well y- you told me your aunt who's in pr- locked up made it and he said and, and now you're telling me some your nephew well, named and Oscar I criticized her because I said it looked like a child's drawing and you told me she had arthritis and it was yes. all there's a lot well, going on in Winthrop. But now he's saying it's the nephew whose name is Oscar. And I said, so wait, is it the nephew or the aunt? And, and then he just looked at me really wide-eyed and said, Aunt Oscar. Like someone would say Mrs. Doubtfire. So now I don't know. Right. In the way that he said, I have a lobster business. And it turned out he didn't have a business or a boat or even a lobster that you've seen. But he does have a t-shirt business now. Thank you. I was hoping you'd get to that. He does have a t-shirt business. <laughs> I would love, love, love any support we could get to maybe one day feed a lobster, catch it, and then send it. I have to say that. So th- so we debuted on Patreon, the lobster t-shirt. So the people <sighs> on Patreon are already able to buy them. Now they are available to for uh, the general public. But I have to say, this is my hot tip. Yeah. Because what I did, I assume he's giving you one, but I ordered you a couple of these T-shirts because I wanted to be generous. You know I love a tea. And support the business. Yes. Now, this logo on these T-shirts, what you see when you go to the page is a white T-shirt with the Harry's Home Delivered Lobsters. Sure. And the, and the page is what? T-Public. T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C dot com slash stoa or store. Stores, I think. Stores, you're right. It's stores <laughs> slash ask Rana. So again, yes. tpublic.com yeah. slash stores slash ask Rana. So again, using my uh my magnanimous um Yeah, I thought generosity. like that would just be well yeah. technically more people know you than really they know an him. Ask Rana product. It's no, not, but more yeah. No, yeah. but we're but that was the best yeah. Rana under honestly, the auspices. Under the auspices. Yeah, because we had more of a reach through you than we yeah. did through him. And so yeah. what I noticed is they have the plain white t-shirt, but then they have a t-shirt. You can this thing about T public is you can pick, you can put it on any you color, want yeah. On a hoodie, on a this. But they have a thing called a ringer tee. Yes. R-I-N-G-E-R. Yeah. Which is white. With either a red collar and red arms or navy blue collar, navy blue arms. I ordered you both because I thought they were <gasps> so cute. And they look like they're right out of Jaws on Martha's Vineyard. They're some sort of a fabulous 70s looking t-shirt. Oh, they're and so It says Harry's Home Delivered Lobsters and it's just yeah. a very 70s looking lobster. And that is my hot tip to people is to order the ringer shirt. That that Because that to me was the best looking shirt. It's very New England looking. Yeah, I loved it. Really? I have to say. Well, I mean, within, you know, 
within the world of what we're talking about, that was my favorite. Well, Rana, so. this is great. This transitions into my next thing, which we need to get you in one of those ringer t-shirts and you oh, do the next no, ad. No, no, no. What? <laughs> I think we're done with the ads, you and I. Well, that's fine. But, but if you wanted to shoot I look one. forward to, uh, yeah, maybe you could run it on Throwing Shade. That would be a thing. You know, maybe you could, you could, you know, it seems like. That business is a bigger business, maybe. No, but so, I have to tell you, Harry, Harry doesn't. Maybe he does not like throwing shade. He what? does not like it. Well, he's not ready for throwing shade. And by the way, Ronna, he doesn't even like this one. I mean, he's still married. Oh, he doesn't like this show. <laughs> well, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, this must be listening to somebody speak German to him when I'm talking about Santa Maria Novella uh, mosquito repellent and yeah. taking trips to you know. And then he tried to go to Ace Hardware to find some of that stuff, and he couldn't find any of it. Yeah. Well, that's that's what, you know. From from your lips to Harry's ears, I suppose. Or whatever, that, whatever that means. That sounded very alluring. It did. Uh, we have had, now I have to say, the effects of the COVID kiki are still being felt. We're still, we're still getting those residuals, Rana. And what I have to say, I've really been enjoying, as much as people enjoy that we share with them what we are doing, Mm-hmm. During quarantine, et cetera, et cetera. It's being and reciprocated. I love hearing, I love the the tips that we're getting from people. And I love hearing, because there's a few things that I think, huh. In fact, one person wrote in the other day, it was so funny, it was as though she read my mind. And I mean, the truth is I probably wouldn't do what she did, but I loved getting <laughs> the tip anyway. I bet. Okay. So Felicia wrote to us and sent us a picture of her giant chip witch after she had just completed <gasps> putting the mini chips all over it. Uh, and she said- There uh, were a you- few chip witch questions and comments. Yeah. People very curious. A lot of confusion between the chip witch and the chili witch, who, by the way, was still accepting chili witches. Yes. Yeah. And then I think what we're going to do is Brian and I are going to do a little segment. We're going to go through every one of those chili witches, and we're going to tell you exactly what we think of them. That will be fun, like Project Runway. That's right. And then if there's a second round of chili witches after that, we'll say. That's fine. Uh, dear Ron O'Brien and Eva Illustrious guest, well, there's no one here right now. Yeah. I love the carriage house. Kiki was just overwhelmed by all the great suggestions, recipes, products you suggested. One thing that stuck with me to the point of obsession was I get the it. giant chip witch that has been residing in Rana's freezer for weeks now. I knew immediately that this chip witch needed to be part of our family crabs and spaghetti extravaganza. That's a, that sounds Fucking fantastic. Sorry for my language. I truly hope Harry doesn't take offense with that choice of shellfish. Please enjoy the photo of my moment of victory after coating the outside in mini chips. Kiss, kiss, Felicia. <sighs> and it was a gorgeous picture. And she did look very proud, I have I to say. I know exactly what you're talking about. That mini, that sounds nice and cold I, and crunchy. I didn't do mini chips. I don't do mini chips around the edge of mine, but she did. And you're welcome to do whatever you want. You could put a confetti sprinkle around there. I was going to say you could do a sprinkle. That's a big yeah. thing now. Yeah. I Confetti sprinkles look good to me, but they don't, I'm not interested in the taste. Uh, but what I was talking about was I happen to be, you know, uh, we've got all this produce because it's that gorgeous time of year, of course. And I had all these strawberries. Yeah. And someone named Pam wrote in. She wrote in about something else. And then at the end of her letter, she said, also, not sure if you're still interested in COVID kiki stuff. But the other day, I found an excellent use for strawberries that weren't bad, but not as fresh as you'd like to eat on their own. It happens. 
I blended them with some sweetened condensed milk and made them into the most delicious popsicles, which were the perfect summer treat. Excuse me. Delicious. Sounds wonderful. I probably wouldn't do it because it might be a little too much sugar for me. Sure. But, uh, but that sounds fabulous. And I tend to keep, so what I'll do, because I feel like I'm swimming in strawberries all the time. I meant to tell you, Ronna, the ones I get are so much bigger than the ones you get. I would, I'm fine to go get you some from the grocery store because they're like double the size of the ones you get. And they're, well, I don't uh, like big strawberries. I prefer a gaviota strawberry. Okay, you know? well, I don't think those are those. But, but the ones yeah. I get are much shinier, frankly, yeah. and they're not as dark red, and they're so much bigger. Yeah, they're the beef beefsteak tomato of strawberries. Yes. yes, and the trick is not to buy them organic because then they're bigger. Yes, yes. So no, I, I've, I've heard that trick before. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, about about not buying organic. I've heard that. I've heard about how much larger genetic, genetically modified produce can be when you don't buy organic. Exactly. Uh, and then well, there was, was was there another one here? Okay, so Megan says, Dear Rana and Brian, while listening to the COVID Kiki this week, it occurred to me that you have provided me with a brand new episode every single week since November. Not one single repeat. I don't know how you do it and hope it brings you as much joy as it does me. I truly can't thank you enough for this wonderful podcast. It is a beacon in this crazy world. Kiss, kiss, Megan. Oh, that is so sweet. Truly. That's really quite nice. Rana, have you watched the new Cardi B, Megan The Stallion video? I have not, actually. Have well, you? I would- uh, what, I is ha- it, what does it stand for? W-A-P or WAP? What does it stand for? Do you really for? want me to tell you? Yeah. Do you not want to tell me? No, I'll tell you. But as long as we're- Okay, yeah. Wet-ass pussy. Okay. Rana, I have to be honest with you. You probably won't be up for it. I think it's worth a reaction video from you watching this music video. Is it? Is that, I mean, people are talking all about it. But what I don't like, I haven't watched it yet, but I don't like seeing all these men criticizing these women for whatever they want to do. I am with you completely. So I've been It's following- okay when they say these things, but when women talk about themselves- yeah, CeeLo like, Green, get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah. Are you Get kidding? It's actually He's- a very cool video. And in the video, they call it, which I think is dirtier, because um, they can't say what I just said. Uh-huh. They say wet and gushy. Why can't they say that? Because I guess male, they wanted male rappers safe for say work. terrible things all the time. Well, you know what it is? The truth is a lot of kids love uh, this kind of mainstream pop hip hop music. Yes. And so, and so they I guess need for the video, have a version where it crosses over. Exactly. The yeah. kids bop. The kids bop. Otherwise, you can't win a kid's choice award <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you go over an MTV music award, if you call it a. Great point. No, so Megan, is the video good? And then Normani is dancing. Normani in dancing it. like crazy. There was a great yeah. video, a mashup of her. Of- Doing her dancing. I liked her, her hound's tooth that she was wearing. Her she hound's looks great. Tooth, uh, shorts, yeah. There was, a, there was a mashup of her doing that dance in the audition room that Dakota Johnson auditions for the troupe in Suspiria, but they put Normani in instead doing that <laughs> dance. It's so good. At the Elena Max, what's it called? Marcos. Elena Marcos uh, yeah. Dance Academy. Dance Academy or something, yeah. <laughs> and That's Kylie Jenner's fun. in it just walking she was getting a lot of con the people didn't like that she was wearing leopard or something i mean come on probably what are we doing here? that's she's not gonna listen no one's gonna get that argument through to you you're gonna tell me that people well who are we culturally appropriating if we wear leopard how can i not wear leopard 
I think they were mad at her because- um, Oh, was that not the issue? I think it was partly that, but also because like the other cameos were from such- enormously talented right women what is she, the question is what, like, is, what she is she do? doing there yeah. yeah who's she exactly yeah and also just the idea of like normani's dancing her ass off and kylie jenner is just this rich white girl who comes in and walks that's who she is that's who she that's, that's, that's she exactly does. who she is yeah she's made a lot of money just walking that's true she's made even more money just sitting that's true yeah and even yeah. more money just looking pouting yep yeah. I always feel a little sad when I see the pictures of her when she was Pre, younger. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope, I hope, but I hope she's happy. If she's I happy, hope she's happy I too, care. but yeah. I, I just have a feeling she's, that- It's such a different look. I know. Yeah. I know. It is. Yeah. But there we are. Well, Ronna, what do you think of that? We have done one new episode. I didn't even, I've never even thought of that. We've done one new episode since November and two new episodes since, what, February, March or something? I can't remember when we launched Patreon. We launched it on February 9th or 10th because we launched it with the Oscars. So look at that. We've never, ever, ever missed an episode or had a repeat. Well, then what are these people going to do when we have a nervous breakdown and end up in a mental institution? Well, I'm two clicks away. Let's yeah. be honest. Well, <laughs> but are you two clicks closer than you were in November? Or are you the same oh, clicks Oh, no, no, no. It's the same always? amount of clicks. It's the same amount of clicks. It's been the same amount of clicks since I was 15. <laughs> I mean, at, so, at some point we'll have to say, it, see, now, if we were in normal times, we would have said, we'll be in, we would have done like they do in Italy and said, oh, we're closed for August. We're going on, we're going on vacation for August. Yep. Don't bother. But because we can't go anywhere, really. That's sort of the, uh, well, yeah. I mean, we can go to the vineyard and we can go to, That's you know. That's true. I, mean, I just don't, I don't like to brag too much about the vineyard because a lot don't. of people- well, a lot of people can't go anywhere, so I don't like to brag too much that I live in two vacation towns, you know, right. two gorgeous, uh-huh. picturesque, perfect, absolutely stunning this time of year, right. falling asleep to the sound of the waves. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and my Rana Reads was a big, big success. People Certainly seem was, to have Rana. enjoyed that. So we're going to be launching that, was, that in my opinion, on Patreon. From start to finish, that was a slam dunk. How could that not have worked and been great? Well, we're going to launch it on Patreon. Uh, more details to come. Grace. But uh, that is going to be um, a new a new product for people to enjoy. So if they want to be part of the Rana Reads, which is where I do sort of my calm app yeah. And I read you a bedtime story right from my house in Marblehead. You can hear the ocean lapping. So cozy. Yeah. And then we sort of curl up and we read a book together. And I put tuck you right in and put you to sleep. Mm. Uh, now, we got a fabulous email from London. We actually have two London coffee updates. You're which kidding. is hysterical. Because with COVID, et cetera, it has taken a while for things to reach other shores. That's so if true. people are ordering the coffee and it's taking a little time to get there, just be patient. Uh, uh, Bixby assures me that, especially if you get the whole bean, because of the way they vacuum seal it, et cetera, that it stays very fresh until you open the... It's only once you open the bag that coffee... And I'm going to do a video or a phone call or something with Remington where he's going to explain this to everybody. But once you open the bag is where the coffee starts to oxidize and deteriorate. Sure. But it, even that takes something like 35 days. So you can either get one of those... The people, those fellow people that make the um, gooseneck kettles make those <laughs> those can... 
<laughs> make those canisters that have that can pump the air out of them when you put your coffee in. Oh, okay, sure. So it keeps the coffee fresh longer. Or the reason people put coffee in the freezer is because there's less, less oxygen in a frozen environment. Got it. So that's sort of the idea. Is the the most you can st- think of coffee as the opposite of fire. You want a stab it of oxygen. Ah. Uh, but in any event, we got a fabulous letter here. Good morning from hot and sticky London. And I have been hearing both from this letter writer, from my friends, et cetera, they're having a real heat wave there. And a lot of people don't have air conditioning because it's usually only hot for a week or two a year. Right. That sucks. N- nothing has satiated me during this rare humid weather over in the UK until I realized that I had the perfect scrumptious 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 remedy in my cupboards condensed milk making a second appearance in the podcast today oh right they're making please continue for a vietnamese coffee that's what they do yes which i love teeming condensed milk a strong stovetop mocha brewed carriage blend mocha m-o-k-k-a which is the italian stovetop uh, what you think of is almost looking like a Turkish coffee. You know, in Italy, they yes. have those with the black candle and the, yeah, that's a mocha. Uh, mocha brewed carriage house plan that I won for guessing Brian's saucy body <gasps> pot. Lucky man. you. Mixed and poured over ice is simply, as the Brits would say, bloody brilliant. My Insta is private, excuse me, so can't tag you, but instead thought I'd send you a little reel and I created that she created showing the process. Thank you for making my moment, mornings brighter with this coffee and days bearable during these pandemic times, picking up from Naomi Ekperi. Yep. Even though I am truly scared of the custom charge, I will need to pay on my tastes of vanilla order. Shades, dear. Shades. Yeah. She almost had a perfect email. She almost stuck the landing. That I just made. Lots of love, sperm donor in the carriage house, or Enrica in real life. Thank you, Enrica slash sperm donor. I, I vaguely remember her writing in before. What a sweet email. Uh, so the other thing is that Ed Kimba from Boy Who Bakes, One yeah. Tin Bakes, from, yes. from uh, Br- British Great Bake British Baking, Off. yeah said that it's so hot over there. He got his kit. We sent him a duo and he received his via duo. And he said he's working on a Sicilian Grenada, which is sort of like a coffee sorbet. So he's working on a Sicilian Grenada because he says it's so hot. If it cools them off in Sicily, it'll cool them off in London. And he's using the carriage house blend, I believe, to work on that. But the <sighs> only thing he said is he was going to add a brioche to it. And I think... I do need to say why that sounds that great. I don't care for brioche. I th- but I, but it's similar to challah. It's it's an egg bread, I isn't love it? A, I love a challah, and I'm not fond of a brioche. What and is the, the difference? And I hate that people think a burger should be served on a brioche bun, and that's what I'll say. That's how I feel. I don't strongly disagree with you, but I do softly disagree with you. Do you ever eat a burger at a restaurant? You ever order a burger? My very favorite burger, yeah, is r- usually rare. But if I don't know the place, medium oh. rare. I know real. That's when my true animal comes out. Is when I have a burger. Do you take your steak rare? I take my steak usually medium rare, unless it's at a place 
Like sometimes in Texas, I'll take it rare because I think they always, at least where my parents are, all those restaurants veer on overdoing it. You know what I mean? So they know what they're doing. So it's cooked on the outside and red on the inside. Right. Yeah. That's what I like. Fabulous. Yeah. Well, we've learned quite a bit about you today, haven't we? Between your you know allergies what we really have? and your Gap baby, baby gap experience and uh, your burger preferences. I and mean, you know what I love about you, Rana? You approach these things as if they're interesting. I and it makes me feel so special. What's not interesting? What is not interesting? I think it's fascinating. That I worked at The Gap and that I eat a burger once a year. Like, yeah. <laughs> because what... Because it's, I mean, it's, I don't know. I'm a naturally curious creature. What can I say? Sure. No, I'm only flattered. And this all fills out the tapestry for me that is Brian. What can I say? That's true. I think it's all very interesting. Maybe I'm boring everyone to death, but they seem to keep listening. That's true. Uh, I think it's a stare. I mean, the, the baby gap thing is just. It, I is, mean, a, I, it is a good and wrinkle. also, these are vignettes. These are vignettes from your life. So I love the Brian character. I love thinking about how Brian spends his time and what happens when he walks into a room. and Whether he's going to he, faint. Everything you do is fun. You're fun. It's fun to s- spend time with you. It's fun to watch you do things. You're a fun character. Right back so at you, Rana. So the idea of you had a baby gap. It is or crazy. You, or you at a burger joint. Or you at a whatever. It's a whole comedy experience. It's not just, <laughs> or you in the bird, or whatever it is. It's not the same as just some guy eating a burger. It's you eating a burger. Thank you, Rana. Okay. Now, listen, I have to remind people uh, about the coffee. AskRanaCoffee.com. I have to make an admission here. I had not had the Carriage House blend in a while because I was on a Real Shades of Vanilla run. I just did the opposite, Rana. I was on a Carriage House blend run and then recently got back into Shades of Vanilla. No, okay, so here we go. So I had not had Carriage House blend. I was on Shades of Vanilla, Shades of Vanilla, Shades of Vanilla, and I was making it cold and I was making it hot and I was making it with a shake of Rana and I was making it this way and that way. And... The other day, I made a carriage house blend, and I just put it straight into the fridge because I, something happened where I ran out of time, and I didn't have time to enjoy my hot coffee, and I said, I've got to run. Let me just put this in the fridge, and I'll deal with it later. I had a cup of, and I don't make cold brew, but I make, you know, iced coffee, Coffee basically. and then chili, yeah. I'm telling you, Brian, I had, and I was just feeling like I had been ignoring the carriage house blend. It's just how I felt. And yeah. we've talked about this. The carriage house blend's going to have it. It's that kind of a kid. Yes. It's just going to have it. And Shades, and Shades of, Vanilla, of Vanilla is going on the stage. We don't know if she's going to Yale. We don't know if she's going to Northwestern. We don't know if she's never going to college. We don't That's know. True. We just know she burns bright. That's what we know about Correct. her. Correct. And we want the best for her, but she makes us nervous. She oh, really does. Every second. She As should- a parent. Exactly. Like she <laughs> usually lands on her feet, but she'll say something like, okay, here's what's happening. I'm, you know, I, I think now I'm going to be a, a chemist. I think now I'm going to be a hairstylist. I think now when I'm going to be an actor. Co- when you yeah. get a phone call from her, you're not expecting and you see it's her on the phone. You just get nervous. Out of, if you out have a partner, you put your hand on their arm and you're like, <laughs> hang on while I answer this. And then you say, Hello. Hello. And then you wonder, does she have to be picked up somewhere? Does she, you know, is she even in the state anymore? What's it's going on? Completely. And you always break out your checkbook whenever she asks. And occasionally Carriage House Blend is like, look, <laughs> why not me? And it's always like, because you're 
steady. Like you, you, the reason we don't give you quite as much attention is because you don't need it. Well, I'll tell you something. I had a cup of of iced carrot toast blend with a little half and half uh, in the afternoon. It just as an iced coffee. I had to read something and I thought, let me give myself a little, I don't usually drink coffee that late in the afternoon. It can be nice though. I hate to tell you, that coffee is so gorgeous and so delicious. Yep. I mean, I actually was shocked. It actually, I had completely forgotten. It's terrific, Ron. And it's so funny because I feel like it's so rare that I even feel that way about a cup of coffee. I love having a cup of coffee. But to actually think, wow, this is a great cup of coffee. Very rare. Very rare. It's a nice feeling. So anyway, askronacoffee.com. And by the way, now they're giving away something special with the coffee orders. How do you know? Because a bird told me that there's like a little goodie now. Isn't that fun? You know, I saw somebody posted about the goodie today on Instagram. Apparently there's a goodie that you get. It's very cute. And that yeah, I, I, and it better it better come on my next delivery, Ronna. Well, I don't know anything about your deliveries or your whatever. They pro- they're smart they'll leave it out of the bag. You're getting too many you're getting too many goodies. You're getting two lobsterman t shirts. That's and true. And now whatever comes in the coffee bag, and including the coffee. But yes, there are some cute little uh sort of cereal box treats, let's say. In the in the uh, coffee bag, which are really very cute, so comes, cute. It comes with some stickers, it, which is right, what it comes exactly. with. So yeah, if you thought coffee was just for grownups, you're wrong. But which that's just where it starts. The law, you know, we got to start bringing some cuteness into this coffee experience. That's true. But but for people that have already tried the coffee and love it, I just want to remind them: if they subscribe, they can cancel any time. Of course, and you get three bucks off, Rana. Three bucks off a bag. Which you can get it once a month, once a week, once every two weeks. You can do whatever you want, but it's a big savings. And yeah. if you, it's as I like to say, I'd rather be looking at it than looking for it. So I like to know that I have the coffee around. And if I'm getting it too often, then I'll adjust my membership or whatever you want to call it, subscription. But it's absolutely cancel at any time. So that's important to say because we would never, we're not about handcuffing people to things around here. No. Well, except Yadvina. Some of some of us might be, but Mm -hmm. we're not about handcuffing people to coffee memberships. Let's put it that way. No, 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 no. Oh, I almost forgot the most important thing, and then we can move on. Tell me. I don't have my blue check mark yet, Brian. It's everyone is making me look bad. You told me you were going to help me get my check mark, and now here I am having to ask for it again. I can't believe it. It makes me feel so low. I know. I I have. We have. You have. I. I am. I am begging this podcast audience to support me in my endeavor to fulfill a promise made. Please follow at Askrana on Instagram. And also, and they, by the way, it's a great Instagram account as far as things like that go. It's and we so do the good. carousel, which is fabulous. People which love is, that thing. People Rana. do. I love the carousel. It's and Tony great. Tony has been really kicking it up a notch on the carousel. It's like. Yeah. He is perfection. And by the way, it is like, it is like literally when you look at the carousel after the episode, it feels like a photo album that you just experience. You know what I mean? It feels like, oh yeah, that's nice. Oh, right. I remember that. It's great. Yes. It's like flipping through a fun magazine. And if you flip through it before, it's like, oh my God, exactly. It's like, for yeah. more, read on page 50. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. every image is like, for more, go to the podcast. Cause like, you're it's like get the, the table scoop. of contents on an S magazine. Completely. When you have all of this to look forward to. Completely. 
Yeah. So anyway, if you're not following us on social media, on Instagram and on Twitter, please do. Do it. Uh, go to our YouTube.com slash Ask Rana if you want to see the lobster commercial, the new lobster commercial. But maybe it's, I'll run that at the end of this. It's star-studded. It is. Star-studded. And it is featuring very prominently a lot of outtakes from Brian's Reel, I would Thank say. Thank you to all my fans. Yeah. <laughs> and of course we put the full COVID Kiki episode up there. So there's a full length. You can yes. watch us. If you're wondering what it's like to watch us do the podcast, it is a different experience. I have to say it is. And, uh, of course, patreon.com slash ask Rana. They can, uh, they can always watch us do the show there if they want to. Definitely. Five bucks gets you into the carriage house and all access membership and $10 gets you into sauna privileges, which means you get to watch us and two of those dollars go to world central kitchen this month. We did that before doing them again because they're doing incredible work to support all of the uh, emergency workers and the people of Beirut who've been so devastated by that horrible, horrible explosion. So, Okay. We have a fabulous guest today, so we should get to this. We really, I'm, I've never met this person officially. I've only sort of passed I'm by so her. so excited to I talk to wait. her. I can't wait. She's so great. She's what, I've been admiring her from afar for yeah. quite some time now. Sure. And the fact that she even agreed to spend a minute here, I mean, well, we get a very high quality sort of guest around I have here. to say, like, we haven't yeah. really had a miss. Yeah, yeah. Okay, shall we? Let's do it. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something, you can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Wait a minute, Brian. Uh, I got so excited we were doing this swap because I love these two. I can't get enough of them. And I, I'm, you know what? I'm going to put it out there. I think the feeling's mutual, Rana. Oh, I hope it's true. I yeah. absolutely hope it's true. Who are we talking about? Naomi and Andy. The hosts Naomi Ekparrigan, Andy Beckerman. The hosts they, of? Yes. Couples therapy. That's the one. The, po- the the only comedy podcast about relationships featuring some of your favorite comedians, actors, and writers. Well, let's talk about it. The kids in the hall. Excuse Rana, me. They've been about on. Lauren Michaels. They've been on. I wouldn't want to miss that. Kumail Nanjiani and Emily Gordon. Yeah. Talking about navigating both the real and fictional relationship. Excuse me. They've that- been on. And guess who else has been on? About four dozen times. Well, because he's constantly trying to negotiate different relationships. Brian, <laughs> Brian Sav. That's right. You're totally in their whack pack. You're an absolute right. I am actually in their whack pack. I What's, love this podcast. And I love so these great. two. And They're I think great. our audience, I can't imagine that there were too many people in our audience because our audience has such fabulous taste that haven't already discovered 
how great this show is with these two. But if you haven't, you've got to head right over there. No kidding, because they discuss everything from black mama drama to co-parenting cats to the time an old man defecated everywhere on a jet blue flight and blamed their dog. And that is not Mabel. I'm sorry, it just isn't. That's no, not the it sort isn't. of thing Mabel will do. Mabel's much more dignified than that. So if you want to love and laugh with the David Bowie and Iman Padme of comedy, download Couples Therapy Podcast wherever you get your favorite shows. New episodes drop every Tuesday, as do ours, so that's sort of easy to remember. That's true. You could do a double feature. Love it. Hello, everyone. Ronnie here. Brian here. Brian here as well. And we want to tell you about an amazing space called the Jane Club. Now, if you haven't heard, the Jane Club is a space and a community for women, mothers, caretakers, founded by actress, writer, mother, excuse me, and host of one of our favorite podcasts. How did this get made? That's the one. June Diane Raphael. That's how I say. I say Raphael. I know. I love to say Raphael because it sounds very exotic to me, but it is Raphael. It yes, is Raphael. Sure. But it, you're right. Raphael is very exotic. Yeah. Who is not only an absolutely fabulous comedic actress, writer extraordinaire, but an entrepreneur. Pardon me. Completely. Uh, we love June Day in. Uh, the Jane Club has recently launched in the midst of all of this, which I think is so admirable when people keep pushing forward with everything that's going on. The Connected Jane Membership. Uh, they're taking their mission to take care of the women who take care of everything online, which I think is fabulous. Great. The Connected Jane is an all-inclusive virtual membership to the Jane Club community. Janes from across the country connect learn and support one another through conversation, events, content, and their digital platform. And I get the emails from the Giant Club because uh-huh. I ha- I happen to be associated. They- and they uh, do and they do so many fabulous programs. I mean they I have I bet their speakers. emails are also really pretty. I yeah. just have a sense because yeah. June is that kind of gal. Fabulous branding. Fabulous yeah. branding. The Connected membership includes daily meditations, fitness classes, daily community check-ins, and wine downs, which is so cute, where you can drink wine and talk to other women at night with other Janes. Writing workshops, astrology sessions, children's music classes, talent shows, as well as a book club and teach-ins on justice, race, and gender. They've had some fabulous speakers. Uh, The Connected Jane membership is only $50 a month for access to a to a veritable village of resources. Wonderful. Head to janeclub.com and use the code insiderjane, FF. Insider Jane, FF. You better spell that because you think people can't understand me. <laughs> uh, to me, it sounded like you said inside a Jane. And I was like, there's no way that could be it. Why don't you just spell it, Brian? Okay. I N S I T E R J A N E. F-F. For $10 off your first month. Brian. Look. Okay. This is someone who I have to tell you, The hits keep coming. The hits keep coming on this podcast. The hits keep coming. Yeah. I have to tell you- Our audience doesn't really deserve this, to be honest with you. You know, they really don't. They're not doing enough for us. And I'll be honest, Rana, I think you deserve this. I don't think I do. I I have- admired this person from afar. I've walked the same hallways as her, but we've never actually met. I'm a huge fan. She's good. She's by the way, right now she's in spree, which is on video on demand anywhere. iTunes, Amazon. It's out this minute. 
It's out this, this minute. minute. Yeah. I would say, God, now I'm conflicted. I was going to say, right this minute, go watch it, then come back. But then that's, I don't know. It all gets so complicated, but please watch Spree. Well, yes, please watch Spree, of course. But don't stop listening to this until you- No, And then you never. can start watching that. And the other thing, which I want to ask her about in two seconds as soon as we let it speak, is that she is uh, going to be in Woke this fall with our beloved Lamorne. Who who did his commercial for Ask Rona Coffee, as he likes to say? I like well, to look. I like to murder him for calling me Rona. How dare he? Well, we're all friends for him to be calling me. Well, Rona, Rona, we're in the middle of a virus that also sounds like that. That's true. So I guess he's saying Rona all day long. Sashir so uh, Zameda is here. Yes, Sashir, uh, <laughs> and you and you're a podcast queen, of course. Oh, best, best friends, friends, of course, yes. with Nicole. Yes, yeah, yes. How yes. are you, Sashir? What's happening? Oh, nothing at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nothing yeah. at all. I mean, you know, <laughs> things are coming out, which is great. Thankfully, I had a really good year last year for work. Yeah. So it looks like I'm working. But yep. This is the key in Hollywood. Is that <laughs> right. When something comes out, people think you're busy, but it could be that you haven't done anything for six months. But we and don't that's have exactly to- what's happening. <laughs> as, I li- as I like to say, don't give a history, just take a compliment. Mm-hmm. Oh. People, people tell you you're doing well. You say thank you. You don't yeah. say, "Well, I did well last year, but I haven't worked." And you know, I know, but, but that's such a like that's such the performer way. I know, but we're not doing we're not doing that anymore, Sashia. No, Mm-mm. we're just taking not in 2020. We're just taking compliments. That's yeah. right, taking compliments and taking baths, or at least I am. <laughs> <laughs> and and we just learned that Brian's been neti potting since yesterday. He learned how to. Oh. Are you, do you have sinus issues? <laughs> A little bit, and I Allergies. I used to neti pot. But it always hurt my brain. I know. I feel like I can't get it right. And I, yeah. I feel like I'm doing it wrong. I just People do it too too vigorously. That's part of the thing. You have to be right. and you have to get the uh proportions right with the saline Ooh. Rinse. Yeah. I've also exhausted. heard some people getting like infections from that. Like if you don't clean your pot often oh, enough yeah. or something. Then you're just putting garbage up there, basically. Well, mm-hmm. sure, that's disgusting. You're just shooting bacteria up your yeah. sinus yeah. cavity. Yeah. And then you All could right. end up with something called a Macon, which we don't have to get into. Okay. What, the president of France? No, it's <laughs> multiple antibiotic-resistant uh, uh, organisms, basically, in the back of your sinus cavity, which sometimes people can have, and they can cause stomach issues for them because then you get a post-nasal drip, and it's you're reinfecting your It's sort of one of the new things in wellness. It's the sort of thing people in my circle would know about, and people in your circles will know about in about a year. Does that wow. make sense? Oh, because you're in the- I'm in the medical community. My husband was a very, uh, very well-known and successful doctor. Sashia. Well, he's dead. Oh, so. I don't, are you still running in those circles? Well, is the, was, <laughs> wasn't that put in such a kind manner for I such, a, like for such a close friend? Huh. I didn't mean it Brian, like that. Brian, I hope you never lose anyone close to you. <laughs> you know what? I don't you think I'll ever get to anyone, anyone close to <laughs> All right. Should we get... That's not why we're here to talk about my personal <laughs> life or my Macons. We're here to talk about other people's advice. Advice. Yeah. Other from, people's problems. By the way, from a professional, not necessarily a professional therapist, but a professional person. She's a professional <laughs> something. I She's, have a profession. Absolutely. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> that qualifies you on this show. What, I day, is, what day is Woke going to come out? Because I have to say, I want people to watch that trailer oh, again. Oh, yes. So the trailer fun. is amazing. September 9th. September 9th, trailer's out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's really cool. It's very timely, too, because 
Unbelievable. Talks about race and art and people's perception of that art. And yeah, I think people are more down to talk about this kind of stuff, especially this year. So yeah, was this this can add to the conversation. I forget, was Woke a graphic novel first or something? Because it has that thing with it. You know, it looks like it could be. It's based off of a real cartoonist, Keith Knight. And he's from the Bay Area. And so Lamorne is playing Keith Knight uh, with an F. And and he gets stopped and frisked in the pilot episode. And then after that, he kind of starts seeing animated things in his world and becomes, quote unquote, woke. Right. Sees the world in a different way. Yeah. He's waking up and starting to realize uh, how he wants to view people and and – you know, what he's putting out in the world and how it's being perceived. Yeah. You know tr- what's wild? Really September 9th seems so far away and it isn't. It's, it's like around the corner. It's, it's like a, a couple weeks away. It's so this coming right really now. wild because it's like every day feels like a year. And yep. yet the the actual year has <laughs> flown by so fast. Yeah. And the summer has been so short, it feels. Yeah. It yeah. is confounding because you're right. Yeah. It does feel like days are going slowly, but then the year is just, like you said, completely flown. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you two finished? I'd like to read this question. <laughs> I think so, Rana. Go okay. ahead. I'm going to read the first question if that's okay with everyone. Of course. Uh, dear Rana and Brian and guest, of course, that's Shia today. Yep. I heard Rana briefly mention AVs on this week's show, which prompts my question. Feel free to edit my question for brevity. Okay. Well, I don't really have time to do that. So I'll try. I'm not going to do it on the fly. <laughs> My partner and I are gay men in our 40s. No children of the human variety, dogs and cats at home. We love to travel and take every opportunity to get out of town. COVID has changed everyone's lives in big and small ways, and lack of travel has changed us for sure. We consider ourselves city gays and have not considered traveling with a a travel trailer or RV until now. I've been in a YouTube vortex of videos about airstreams and fallen hard for a new 2021 international 28-foot model. They are so wow. chic with mid-century vibes and truly seem like a cut above. I would only consider an airstream, no other trailer or RV. With the vaccine solution to COVID-19 unknown, we go another 6 to 12 months in some kind of modified we could go another 6 to 12 months in some kind of modified quarantine. Buying an Airstream could give us a safer way to travel. I do think we would use the trailer post COVID, which would help to justify the purchase. A lot of justifying here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you would imagine, my de- idea is not unique. I went to the local Airstream dealer and they are completely sold out. Ordering one would take one to three months, no negotiating on price. It is a booming seller's market. Should I buy an Airstream or keep daydreaming? (laughs) Sincerely, hopeful Airstreamer in Dallas. P.S. I love the podcast. You're a dynamic duo. I would also need to buy a new vehicle to tow an Airstream. Did you know Escalades are $100,000? Who is this person? <laughs> kind of shocking. Kiss, kiss. I don't know who this person is. Very. The only option for car was Escalade, and the only Airstream <laughs> option was a 28-foot Airstream? That's like a semi-truck, right? That's Completely. huge. <laughs> I mean, this is a guy who knows what he likes, I guess. Yeah. This is. Yeah. Wow. Well, like they really, really want an Airstream. <laughs> 
<laughs> they just want us to say get airstream. That's all. There was no. You were absolutely right. There was no room in there at all for us to be like. Well, it's just they were just like just well, say there, yes. There were no yeah. two sides to the question. There was no, just one yeah, there was side no to the question. It was really just to let us know what they were planning on doing. Yeah, the, I'm the, doing this. Do you agree? <laughs> Yeah. The only issue is the one to three month waiting period. That's their mm. question. Their question is not whether to get the airstream. The you mean like if is, they'll want to? Do, I know that it's not available for one to three months, but if they'll want to do this in one to three months? Yeah, that's what they were asking. Well, right. they're asking themselves Will that question. Will it still question. be good? goodbye? Did you know an Escalade is $100,000? To be honest, I didn't. So wait, they, they don't actually have a vehicle to cart this airstream around no these two are obviously driving you know mini countrymen or whatever those little mini that SUVs is so are called. Rama. rana i have to tell you i've never been bashed oh i apologize should i have said a bmw uh, electric vehicle <laughs> oh rana you are hitting me where it hurts <laughs> why don't Look. they get a ford to pull their airstream by the way i know this because i was just looking one day on listen i'm not going to justify my googles it, it we've all googled shit you know sure. so i went down a deep rabbit hole yeah. of um cars that were worth the money escalade is not that i was looking to get an escalade but escalade is at the bottom of the list they say it is oh. exactly a suburban it is just a suburban oh. there's nothing no added value in it except that you say you have an escalade well i'll disagree with that well, Rana, this was from like car and driver. Right. Well, they might be talking about the actual chassis of the vehicle and the way that the car runs. But I have to say, and everyone knows I very I really don't buy an American car. Rana. But the the I mean, this conversation's already in some kind of stratosphere that we're gonna get in big trouble for. And whoever put this question is gonna get fired. That's the next thing I want to say. But the I have to say the finishes on an Escalade. Uh, the inside of the vehicle is much nicer than a Suburban or a Yukon or this or that. But like $60,000 nicer? Look, I can't, I'm not going to put a number on it. I'm just saying that the cars are not equivalent. That's all. Sashia, hmm. so what's going on here with this guy? What are we doing with this guy? I mean, it sounds like they really want it and... I, if they think they're going to use the Airstream after quarantine anyway, then go ahead and wait one to three months. Maybe it'll be one month and then you'll have it. 28 feet. Where are they packing this thing? That's a really great question. Where are they from? Did they say? Dallas. Dallas. Oh, they have, Dallas has space. They've got room. They have the whole street to themselves. They can just park it on the street. <laughs> Completely. They Is probably it? own like 50 acres of stuff. They probably Truly, live in South Fork. Their, yeah. their house was $12 and they have <laughs> so much land. Well, when you do look at it that way, the house was probably $12. And then this is just the second house. Is yeah. What this is. I don't even know how much. And if they ever is. do have kids, put it in the Airstream. Dante, Google, Google 28-foot Airstream International. Tell me what the price is. Since and then Google children Airstream bedroom. Yeah. yeah. And ventilation. They'll, they'll ventilation. feel like they have their own home. Yes. They'll be they, out of yours. Yeah. Go visit your kid in the backyard. <laughs> here's the, here's Perfect. What I, have either of you ever traveled by RV or I was actually going to ask like to share this? that as well. Have you ever yeah. done anything like that? I haven't. No. Me neither. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had, I mean, how do, does that sound remotely interesting to you? No. Me neither. Uh, I, I've actually been watching tiny 
House Nation yeah. on Netflix. And it's like, they're not airstreams, but they are tiny homes. It's yeah. like, here's a tiny kitchen and a tiny bedroom. And uh, International starts wow. at $91,900. Okay. And that's without all the fixings? I believe that's just the base price, and I'm sure you can add more. Okay. Thank you, Dante. Mm. So, Sashia. Would you travel that way? No, I like... But I tiny houses, you're fascinated by tiny those are I those am fascinated. Could you do that? Where, where the kitchen pulls out into a bed and then... Yeah, the, yeah. yeah, that whole thing. My man's really interested in it. He's like, we can get a, a tiny home that, and one's like the living room hangout area and then another tiny home would be like the kitchen and the bedroom. And I was like, or we can have a full-ass house that has all our, <laughs> our stuff in it. Why do we have to? Why do I have to go outside to go to a different part of my house? <laughs> totally. He wants. He wants pods. He wants compa- he, compound. Yeah, full of pods. Like, I don't understand the appeal to this. We could just have a nice house. And he wants. Does he want to go like buy some land in Ojai or something and put a bunch of pods on it? Is that what it is? Yeah. 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 I think yeah. he also wants like prefab. A well, we want like a community of people we know, and I think yeah. he's like, yeah, everyone has a tiny home. We can bounce back and forth. And I was like, or we can just all like move to the same area. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and visit each what, other. It, the, 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 right. The tiny house really doesn't have to equ- play any part in this. No. <laughs> so there's another version of this, and I bet your boyfriend is interested in this. Okay. You can get a Mercedes Sprinter. Okay. A Mercedes Sprinter. Now, Brian, don't tell me that the Ford Sprint is the same as the Mercedes Sprinter. I'm not in, I don't even know what I'm you're just talking about. It's like with a really conversation. tall tall yeah. like ceiling not oh, a G- like they yeah like no, they do on the housewives not a g-wagon mm. but a sprinter yes on the housewives when they pick them up all to go somewhere and sometimes there's a strip of pole and a whatever <laughs> uh-huh. it's basically a limo but it's a van okay great so mercedes makes something called a sprinter and you can have that sprinter modified and in California, I think it's near you, Brian, there's a brand, I want to say it's called Texino. I could be wrong. T-E-X-I-N-O. Okay. Okay? I'll have to look it up. But where they customize these vehicles so that you can drive them all around, and then they have, they don't have, an Airstream would have plumbing and it's that sort mm-hmm. of thing. This would not be that. But they have these modular compartments with beds and coolers and all kinds of things. So you can go road tripping sort of through straight state parks or whatever it is. But you still feel like Mission Impossible. But you but you but you're driving a gorgeous Mercedes van, so it's comfortable. That does sound nice. And I think that it sounds to me, I don't know who this man is that you're dating, but it, this sounds like it's right up his alley. Because it's basically a tiny house on wheels. <laughs> and it has that very scandy mid century look. I love mid century. Yeah. Yeah. So that okay. is an idea that I'm throwing out there for our friend in Dallas. But the other thing I well, the other reason I want to throw that out there is because look. An Airstream is an absolute paragon of mid-century design. They're gorgeous. There's no question. Mm -hmm. Okay? But for me, this kind of a purchase, you have to think. To me, this is about the reality. This is like people who want five dogs. And then you think about, well, who's going to walk the dog? Right. And who's going to feed the dog? And where's the dog going to sleep? And is there going to be dog hair all over my house? And you have to ask yourself the part where this is all a big pain in the ass. 
I know. And can't you I just rent one? After two yeah, nights, that's actually smarter. After two nights in an airstream, or even two weeks, you're going to be done with that experience. These are not. I know you love to travel, but you're kidding yourself if you think you want to spend the next twelve months going to see the biggest ball of twine in <laughs> in South Dakota or whatever it is. That's fun for two weeks in a kitsch way that people are enjoying during COVID, etc. But I mean, if you state park people, then fine. Maybe that maybe this is what you want to do. I don't know. But it sounds like they're pack. city people. Yeah, like, I don't completely. know. I don't know where you're going to pack a 28 foot airstream in a campground. That's another yeah. thing to look into. But I really think that this is a fantasy, and that you two. Why don't you? Why don't you go on an airstream holiday and rent one for two weeks and see how you like that? That's a. I think great, that's smart. I yeah. think so too. That yeah. should be the. That should be where they dip their toe. Yeah. Okay. Can I ask this year a personal question? Yes. Have you seen Wrath of Khan? I haven't. I was only asking because did you know, Rana, that Sashir's name comes from Star Trek? Oh, really? It does, yeah. Why why is it from Star Trek? What's that about? My parents are watching Star Trek. They're Trekkies. Okay. And uh, and the great utopian society that is Star Trek. I mean, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. sort of. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) Captain Kirk was flirting with the alien princess, as he does. And he gave her a rose and she goes, oh, we have something like this on my planet, except it's made out of crystal and it's called Sashir. And they wrote it down and remembered it. And then had me and and named me Sashir. So the Trekkie didn't, like that, you didn't inherit that. that. Only for, I watched Next Generation. Yeah. And then I stopped after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So none of the old, did you ever see the episode where your name is mentioned? I did, yeah. And, oh, the, and that episode is called By Any Other Name, which is really fun. Oh, that is that A Rose is By Any Other Name is yeah. a Sashia. We yeah. just watched Star Trek Wrath of Khan like yeah. a month ago. That's why I was asking. Oh. Yeah. It was a, lo- it's also, a lot of fun. It is. Ooh, yeah. Okay. No, it's a, it's a fun watch. It's very camp and it's a so fun great. watch. Yeah. I'll watch. I'll watch. Should I read the next one, Rana? Please do. Hello, Rana, Brian, and guest, Sashir. You both are truly the best. No need to explain, as I'm sure you're aware. (laughs) Okay. I've so enjoyed all your product suggestions and recipes during these strange times. I couldn't think of a better sage than Rana to turn to with this dilemma. Brian can help too, of course. All right. My my partner and I's good friends, let's call them Jen and Josh, decided to get married this fall in a small, socially distant wedding. Besides the couple, it will just be us as their witnesses and an officiant. Jen is my old coworker, and we've stayed great friends and valued confidants for one another. She and Josh actually met at our housewarming party, so we're very happy for them and honored to be a part of their intimate ceremony. Jen has also involved me a lot in her wedding planning process, which I enjoy and I'm happy to help with. My partner and I are also planning a wedding. We've had to push a lot off due to the pandemic as we'd rather wait to have our big party to celebrate with our families. We were never planning to have a wedding party, but have selected some we've never had planning to have a wedding party, but have selected some important individuals to carry and hold our hoopah. Rana, is the hoopah the when you raise the bride and groom up? No. Oh. That's the horror. Oh, okay. The hoopah is basically um just a uh think of it as like a tent covering. Oh, okay. Get, oh, you, I know what you're talking you about. You get married in the Jewish religion, Sashir. You get married. You've probably been to a few Jewish weddings, but uh, you get married under a, um, 
under a covering, basically. And it can be flowers or it can be, yes. uh, you know, a cloth. Or, like you know, a- probably it comes from in the desert a hundred million years ago, people being, uh, you know, underneath. Shading. A, uh, an, uh, it's an awning, basically. Okay. Yeah. And people hold that? Well, they, it's a thing you can do. It can be a thing where you sort of. Are no, propped up by your family. Be, not to be grim, but in the same way that a pallbearer would carry a casket, that you appoint people that are important to you oh. to hold to hold the hoopah. But okay. a lot of a lot of times, people just construct the hoopah and nobody holds it. But okay. it's a it's okay. a yeah a place of honor. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. Okay. We were never planning to have a wedding party, but have selected some important individuals to carry and hold our hoopah. Our two longtime best friends, my brother, my partner's cousin, and my partner's cousin. I am now feeling guilty that our plans do not involve Jen in any special position in the ceremony. Should I feel this way? Is there another special position I could give Jen? We will have a rabbi, a partner's old fa- my partner's old family friend, but are not religious or particularly sappy, so I'm trying to steer away from a lot of readings, etc. I know I will feel bad getting her input during the planning process and then leaving her out of the ceremony. Appreciate any insight you may have on this on this fairly silly dilemma. As always, I know you'll have a classy idea to make everyone feel that they're special to us. All the best, Kay. Well, I mean, thanks for the pressure. <laughs> no kidding. As I don't think that's a silly question. That is that is a big deal. These are your close friends, and you also have other loved ones that you want involved with the ceremony, but you don't want to make people feel left out. I w- are there? I wonder if there's going to be a rehearsal dinner or something that may be... They can do a speech there. Yeah, that's a that's a good idea because she says she's not having a wedding party, but m- yeah, maybe if they're doing a rehearsal because yeah. isn't where the rehearsal dinner also where like not necessarily your be- like your, your brother or sister gives the speech, but like your friends can talk. I think so. I think some people yeah. do it where it's like we don't have enough room for everyone to speak right. on the day. So yeah. for the for other people we want to hear from, you can do it the night before, mm-hmm. and that's and everyone's still there. The whole, like the your family and friends are still there, so. It is like yeah. part of the weekend. No, mm-hmm. people and all people love, it. and also the rehearsal dinner is just more fun. It's and the so pe- much more yeah. fun. And the people more that s- and the people yeah. that speak are involved at the rehearsal dinner are always more fun. Than yeah, the people. I mean, sometimes you get a good speech on the day, but you always get the fun, loose stuff at the yeah. rehearsal dinner. But does he say? I, or does he or she? Sorry, I don't know whether it's a he or she. But do they say when? Their wedding is going to take place. They don't. It's also going to be it, right? during. Yeah, it sounds we like it's in the planning on. stages. Okay, my partner and I are also planning on it. We had to push a lot off due to the pandemic, as we'd rather wait to have our big party to celebrate. So they're also having a small during the pandemic wedding. It sounds. Like. Is that what they're saying? I couldn't tell. Well, we've had to put it push off a lot. Due to the pandemic, we'd rather wait to have our big party to celebrate with our family. Oh, so they're going to do like a small thing now and then do a big thing later. I guess so. I guess they're doing sort of the exact same thing, and that's the problem. Oh. So oh. Here's, my, <laughs> here's what my instinct tells me. Okay. Uh, first of all, you're having your brother and you're having your cousin for the hoppa. So those people are family. Yeah. So I think you're already, you're fine on that. You're out. If that's well, plus thing- two longtime best friends. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I, guess I didn't do a very good job of listening, I guess. No, I, uh, I, that part confused me too, but it's oh, our, no, two, our long- two longtime best friends. Oh, my brother and my, okay, four, because it's four corners on the hoopah. Uh, okay. Here's what I think. 
I think it sounds like the couple of your friends, but Jen is really the closer friend. Is that right? He's good. For, he or she, I'm sorry to, they are good friends with Jen. And then Jen and Josh met at their house. And now they are all couple friends. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. One thing you could do is, especially because it sounds like the thing you worried about is the planning part of it. So you could give Jen some kind of an honorary, not a bridesmaid or, or a maid of honor, but some kind of a, that kind of a role. So that on the day, even though, you know, you know, you want to be careful. You don't want it to feel like she's just a helper. But on the day, maybe she's either holding the rings or she hands you the bouquet or she's the person that's there to help facilitate. So Flower can, girl? There you go. Some version of that, essentially, where she is and where she's there as a sort of confidant helper on the day. Uh, she could be like the cigarette girl. I love if that. It's a smoking wedding. I love the cigarette. <laughs> she could wear a pillbox hat and be a cigarette girl. I love that. Exactly. A little cart, go to table, table. Exactly. <laughs> uh, there are, you could, but the other thing you could really do, which I think is meaningful enough, is uh, you could have her sign the ketubah. So the ketubah which is, is, the, is yeah, the marriage please. contract. Okay. Ooh. And what you do is you have. I think usually two witnesses. I can't remember. Um, maybe it's two witnesses on each side. It's been so long since I signed my ketubah. But I could go back to the main house and look at it and tell you. But uh, And that is a really, in the Jewish religion anyway, a really special honor to bestow. Uh, and, it's, and it's also, you can pick people that you don't, you know, you don't want them involved in anything else, but they can be. And so they're in the room with you when you sign the ketubah. And you take a picture, and it's very nice, and you can always give them, if you feel like it, a little something to say, thank you so much for being... Well, it could be anything. It could be a tiny little bottle of wine with a beautiful ribbon on it, or it could be it could be as big or as small as you want it to be. You could also give her a special bouquet or something like that that sort of associates her with you. If you're doing mm-hmm. anything with flowers, so in the way that you would with a bridesmaid, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. But I think these things are so small that it's a gesture. Yeah. And I don't think, I, I, if they feel badly, this is always a strange thing with weddings. If they feel badly to be left out of carrying the hoopah or whatever, and I, by the way, I don't know a woman that wants to carry a hoopah on the day of someone else's wedding. Well, you're wearing a dress or you're wearing whatever, not yeah. necessarily a dress, but you've made yourself look nice. Do you want to have to ca- hold your arms over your head for no. 12 probably minutes? probably outside. You're yeah. going to be hot. Yeah. I don't. Sweaty. No. <laughs> I don't. I mean, it's, you know, definitely not. Leave that to the men. Uh, to sweat under this. What suits. a world we live in, Rana. Well, <laughs> honestly, it's not about gender politics. It's about pit stains is what it's about. <laughs> let, let them have the pit stains. Uh, but I think that the, a little gesture is fine because the fact that you're even including them in this intimate ceremony, I think it's reciprocated in the way that they're including you. I really yeah. do. And I like the witness thing because that's what they are providing for their friend's wedding. So it's like tit for tat. Yeah. That's true. 
That's it seems like an even exchange. And I don't think that you can you I mean, I do I think everyone agrees. I think you do have to do something with her though. I think yeah. I think like probably not doing anything is especially because she's clearly has a lot of input on your wedding and is helping you with things like you need something special for her. Um, yeah. And it could also be, I don't know if you're doing any, in addition to those things, you could have a special thanks to her. And like, if you're doing any kind of program or handout or, or whatever. Well, that's or, even another thing is that, I mean, they say they're not overly sentimental. They don't want to do readings and things like that, which of course I understand. Cause I think that can be a little corny sometimes, or it can feel like if you don't want to be on the put on the spot for too long, you can feel like you sort of standing there while other people are reading poems to you or whatever. But one thing that you could do is while you have the people gathered, you could take a moment and you could just thank people individually and say, we just wanted to say it was so important that you all be here with us today. We hope to have a larger party at another date, but you've all been such an important part of our lives and our lives as a couple. And, you know, Jen, Brian, Sashia, Rob... (laughs) Thank you for being here. We're all going to be there. Yeah. You're all our family. There's one idea. Oh, boy. Does it involve ruby slippers? No. (laughs) But there is an idea that I think... Oh, let it do... You can let it do your dance mix playlist. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, that could could be... That's That's actually too much pressure. That is a lot. Get her to be the DJ. Get her to be the DJ. Yeah, put her to work. People love to be put to work at other people's weddings. Make her drive the limo on the way out or whatever, the car. The sprinter. The The sprinter. Exactly. Rent a sprinter. Rent a sprinter. Let her drive it. Um, I was going to say... And this is, it doesn't sound like they're taking, honestly, this wedding terribly seriously or religiously. So if you're going to be so cool and chill about it, Kay, (laughs) I would say this. (laughs) I think that she, I think if you really wanted, if you really don't care about what you're about to do and you're really going to disgrace the entire institution like this by just throwing up a, a... tarp and calling it a day and having four people hold it down because you don't want to do anything else with an effort. (laughs) I would say this. If you don't care, if you don't care about America. Well, yeah. Yeah. Why not just get her to wear her wedding dress to your wedding while you also wear yours? Because then she'd feel like the bride all over again. And that would be special. (sighs) I can't. I think then they would care. Then all, all of a sudden... They care a lot. <laughs> I don't you know, know what? where he comes I'll up reconsider. with this stuff. I really don't. <laughs> and why don't? And if you do do that, why don't you make sure you have one of those glasses of red wine with a cap on it and throw it on a wedding dress when she shows up and say, "Nobody wears white on my wedding but me." That's right. And yeah. then, by the way, and you can also say, "Oh, listen, cool. You think you you think like who cares about um, institutions?" And I'll just go to any park and pick up any water bottle and drink out of it. Well, you know what I have to say to you? <laughs> what? Brian. You know, you know what? what I have to say to you? Let's fucking ruin your dress after this. Okay. You know what? I'm this sorry. I got. Nice I suddenly got personal for me nice and I don't know person. why. It's a nice question from a nice person <laughs> who's trying to do the right thing. They didn't okay. deserve this. Okay. No, I, think, I actually think you're right. I think this that might... Anger was more about me than it was about them. Okay, mm-hmm. terrific. I think but we need I don't to want mo- to look any further. I think than we that. need to move on to our next question. Excuse <laughs> me. Uh, okay, I think this is our last question. Is this that is right? It. Yes. Okay. 
Then we do a giveaway, Sashia. So keep oh, that fine. in the back of yep. your mind. Yeah. Okay. I'm very worried that asking this question so late will make me a monster. Mm. I'm already interested. Yeah. But I've been carrying this around and IDK if I should do anything ever about it. You know what? Don't send me IDK. <laughs> Don't do it. All right. <laughs> Why? Because I was born after 2000, uh, before 2001, Brian. That's why. Okay. Uh, And I don't know. Don't make me do the work. If you can't do the work of (laughs) typing it out, don't make me do the work of saying it. And I don't know if I should do anything about it. Maybe they're rushed. They had to quickly type this out. That, this, yeah. w- this might be an emergency question, Ron. Yeah. yeah. They're already late asking the question. I, ar- I already know they're not an emergency. That's <laughs> exactly. seven paragraphs long. Just wait. <laughs> I went to grad school in a new city and made a lot of incredible friends. While we all spent a lot of time together, we never really got to the point that we talked seriously about personal matters. One of my friends is a gay man, early mid-30s, early to mid-30s, who had a complicated relationship with his dad. I don't know any details. He never mentioned it really, and I didn't pry. Flash forward a few years, and we graduated. A few weeks after graduation, I was on Facebook and saw that I had a, quote, hidden message. Do you know what this is? Yes. I remember these. It was, they did away with them. It was only temporary, but like if someone wasn't your friend and they messaged you, it would go to something, a little drop down called hidden messages because they weren't. You didn't Your add, friend. you didn't, exactly, exactly. But so you'd have okay. to know to, but you could look at them and they you wouldn't would, know if you had seen them. Well, they would if you clicked on the message. Yeah, well, that's okay. no fun. I know, it's sort of, that's why it didn't last very long, but it was for like a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, when someone who isn't your friend messages you and it goes into this limbo mailbox that I check one, like once a year, mm-hmm. there was this message in there. The message was from, I'm guessing, this man's stepmother, mother telling me his dad wanted so badly to come to graduation, but knew that my friend might not want him there. He didn't want to reach out to him directly in case it would upset him. And she asked something like, would I pass the message along to my friend? Uh, By the time I saw it, it was too late for him to come to graduation. Putting aside that it seemed so inappropriate for her to reach out to me without ever meeting me or knowing my relationship with my friend, I felt like getting that message was a like breach from my friend who had not chosen to share this difficult relationship with me. I felt like it would be enraging and embarrassing to my friend to bring it up. Enraging is a strong word. Mm -hmm. I also can't imagine I'm the only one that got his email, but I don't know because I never told anyone. It's been two plus years and I haven't ever mentioned it. We also saw each other very few times since graduation pre-COVID, but I remember it often and feel guilty for not saying anything. What do I do? Sincerely, stuck in the middle. Hmm. Ooh. That is rough. And we don't know the timeline here, like how long ago this was? This was two years ago. Over two years ago. Okay. I mean, it. it isn't this person's responsibility to reunite their friend with their father. Like the father absolutely should have reached out to the kid or the mother. You know, there's other ways to communicate within the family than through a friend on Facebook, through the stepmom, through a friend on Facebook. So I don't think this person should feel bad for not getting the message in time to get the graduation stuff settled. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And I don't know. Did they say they, so? They don't really talk now, or they do kind of talk every once in a They've while. They've seen each other very few times think, since graduation pre-COVID. So it just sounds like yeah. it's a friend that you're not in constant touch with, but probably yeah. someone you really like a lot from grad school and and mm. remember, you know, have very fond feelings for. They were close in grad school. Interesting. There's also the is, added complication. Oh, sorry. Go on, Brian. I was going to say, I'm not saying this is the right thing to do. I would never tell that person that I got that message. Um, I don't know how additive that would be for anyone's life necessarily. And I think Sashir is right that like, it's such a crazy way to go to get that message across that I have to assume and could be wrong, but I have to assume that the mother or stepmother did reach out to him or the father did reach out to him. I would and hope. at some point he told them no. Yeah. Otherwise, why would they go to this back channel, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And it's a lot of responsibility to put on another student. Completely. Who like is suddenly going to get. And also, I listen, if I didn't get along with my parents, I wouldn't want that fuel added to the fire of it for me. Because I think I would be pissed that they reached out to my friend. So this guy has, okay, the friend with the difficult relationship with the parents Mm -hmm. has never discussed it Mm -hmm. with our letter writer. Mm -hmm. Our letter writer knows there's something there because he knows through conversations or whatever. Does your family come to graduation? Oh, I don't know. My mother's coming or, you know, whatever. The ways in which people telegraph that there are parts of their lives where things are complicated, but that it's really not something that they want to talk to you about, that they talk to other people about it or they talk to nobody about it. Mm-hmm. I was watching a few minutes of First Man. Have you seen that? No. With uh, uh-uh. Ryan Gosling. Oh, like I a ha- space movie? Yeah. Right? yeah. I And I hadn't seen the whole thing. Sounds and familiar. I And I saw it. It was the Damien Chazelle, Chazelle mo- movie. And it just kind of never, it just, I think it was either last year that it was in for Oscar contention or the year before, and it sort of never went anywhere. But there's, but it's actually remarkable. And there's a scene where Ryan Gosling has been to a funeral and he's standing outside in his backyard and he's, and he had, they, he's playing Neil Armstrong and Neil Armstrong lost a child at a very young age. And Neil Armstrong is a very tough guy, not tough, but. Buttoned, buttoned up. Fearless, yeah. And he is standing in his backyard looking at the moon or whatever, and he has fled from this funeral. And the neighbor, who's also an astronaut or whatever, also in the program, comes over and starts talking to him. And he turns to him and he says, if I wanted to talk to someone, would I be standing alone in my backyard? Get out of mm. here. Basically, mm. if I wanted to talk to anyone about how I'm feeling right now, would I be standing alone in my backyard? <laughs> I, w- I want to stand alone in my backyard, basically. Yeah. Anyway, that was a little too long of a of a detour, but you should see the movie. It's terrific. Yeah. But the point is that there are things that people don't want to share with other people and that your friendship can exist on other levels. So yeah. in many ways, what you've done already is you have respected your friend because your friend has never brought this up with you. I do think, for me, this is always tricky because there is a bit of the rom-com, Victorian novel, 
uh, ships passing in the night. Will he? What if he didn't receive this message? And this was the turning point in their lives, where the father wanted to reach out to him, and this was going to be the moment where they were going to reunite. And I didn't pass the message, and now the lovers will never find each other. And you know that sort of thing. Obviously, not the lovers, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But this Ugh. is his father, and yeah. I think you're both right that. If the father can't get it together to make the if if a Facebook a not returned Facebook message from a stranger is enough to keep the father from really making an overture to his, to his son, that this problem is so much bigger than the guilt that you're feeling over having not told your friend. Totally, basically. yeah. I do think there's a slight problem which is that I, this guy's carrying this guilt around and he get just get rid uh, of it there's nothing to feel guilty about i think there's really nothing to feel guilty about well you it have it's complicated though you haven't I, done anything wrong but it's just the sort of thing where i mean i don't know it's it's so odd because it can it could affect your friendship this guy sounds like he's very private yeah. And so it could affect your friendship where you're basically saying, I know something about you that you didn't, that I didn't intend to know. And that, you know, it's almost like telling someone that someone's cheating on them. Where, but I would want to know that. Yeah. Where you want to be told or you don't want to be told. I don't, you know, it's a, it's not quite that extreme, but it's that feeling yeah. of, I know something intimate to your life. And I probably should have told you. But yeah. if this but father hasn't know, reached like, out 10 other ways by now. What were you saying, yeah. Sushi? Oh, I was going to say, we we don't know how this person would react to this information. They right. might, this could bring these friends together, like closer. Because now they're it's opening up a new part of their life to talk about, if they want to talk about. It may affect the relationship with the parent. Maybe not. What's more likely is like, oh, I have another friend I can talk to about this this tumultuous relationship that I'm ashamed of or like don't, you know, scared to talk to about to people because they don't understand. I also think there's probably nothing wrong if this is really weighing on you to send a very simple email that says, uh, you know, this is something I've been wanting to tell you to get off my chest. I really, I probably should have told you a long time ago, but the truth is you're very private and you've never shared anything with me about this part of your life. And I really, I didn't want to pry or, or make you feel embarrassed in any way. But, but does it feel too dramatic? Like, should it be like they're talking anyway? And then within the conversation, it's like, I don't know the if way, this talking. Thing happened. Yeah, I know. I guess they don't really talk that much. Yeah. I mean, I guess you, you could, could call just- them up. That's true. Or you could just be like, yeah, uh, I got this a couple years ago. I never wanted to share it with you because I just didn't think it was, it was any of my business. But funny enough, it's sort of weighing on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I is. just like, here's the message. I just I don't feel know. I don't I feel, know. You're right, though. We yeah. sort of say I just feel badly for never passing this on. But the truth is, I didn't want to invade your privacy or I didn't feel it was my place. And I just wanted to let you know, you know. 
right around graduation, I got this message. I didn't see it until weeks later, so it was over anyway. But I would feel remiss if I didn't at least tell you that they had tried to reach out to you in this way. And we don't have to discuss this if you don't want to, but I'm here if you do want to discuss it. But I just felt like maybe it was something that you would want to know. Yeah, I like that. And I think it's important for the person writing in to know whether they say something or not, they're, they were never in the wrong. They totally. didn't do anything Great wrong. Great point. Yep. And, you were, and also you were never going to change the trajectory of their relationship. Yeah. In fact, what I said before doesn't apply. This is not the person waiting at the train station that someone never told you was at the train station. This isn't that moment. Even though it atonement. feels like that. Yes. No, truly. <laughs> truly, though. This yeah, no, I know what you mean. The yeah. moment that was going to change the course of the lives of their relationship. I mean, yeah. it's so damaged and dark and crazy that they reached out to you. Who, who knows how they even knew who you were other than yeah. looking at Facebook profiles instead of just the father being able to saying to the son or leaving him a letter or whatever yeah. saying, I know you don't want me at your graduation. I don't, or I don't think you want me at your graduation. I'm so proud of you. I wish we had a relationship. Uh, could I come and stand in the back? Whatever. I mean, yeah. that's got nothing to do with you. So it also is completely also fine to do nothing about this. The yeah. message that this person received, obviously, the, from the stepmom, obviously was not like he immediately it, he, he noticed that it was wrong. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So yes. I know we didn't get the exact language here, but because on paper it doesn't i mean it's a weird thing to do but it's not necessarily a highly offensive thing to do it's just strange and maybe wrong it's also but a very he, this, selfish this thing writer, to do it completely yes. is but this yeah. writer made it sound like it was offensive and so i think it probably was but i do want is it too late for me to do a 180 on my advice <laughs> it's never too late and i do and i want to address the word enraging in a minute also yeah. but yeah i just wanted to say that I think you're both right. I think that probably if this is weighing on you, it is nothing that is right what you said when you said um, that this was not ever the person who wrote in's fault. And also just like, like Ron, if, if you, what you said, if this is weighing on you, get it off your chest. It's the stakes are actually fairly low for you. Yeah. I mean, this is someone you don't really speak to that often. Yeah. Um, so the worst case scenario is. They're not going to scream at you. You don't have that relationship anymore. They might just say, they wouldn't even say mind your own business. They really wouldn't. It doesn't sound like it's like that. They would just they say. Might, they also just might not reply to your email. Right. Just but so I think you if know. it's weighing on you, it's, yeah. you're right. You're both right. You it's perfectly You don't know what book, you don't know what chamber this is locked in for that yeah. person. But I also think it is totally fine to say nothing. I think mm. probably at the time, if you had noticed it at the time, there, there is also a version of advice that would have happened in that moment where you would have said, don't touch it. Mm -hmm. Don't get involved. This is between them. If this father's really serious, he's going to find a way to connect to his son. Mm -hmm. And it has nothing to do with you. And if anything, I think the way you were behaving probably, even if it was on a very subliminal level, was uh, to protect your friend. 
Yeah. And it really would have, and I'm glad you didn't see the message till after graduation because this could have ruined those really important weeks around graduation for your friend. But you can't tell me there isn't a family member that they tried to reach out through or a I favorite mean, cousin, a, whatever it is. Anybody. Yeah. You're, you're a stranger. Yeah. So, Can I ask to share another personal question? Oh my yes. God. If, <laughs> Is it Star Trek related? <laughs> no. If you had a friend who you found out, no one else who you found out was being cheated on, would you tell your friend? Yes. You would. And I you would. would wa- and you would want that back. I, yeah, I would okay. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I love transparency and if it's something that I think um could inform my friends decision on how they want to proceed, I will do that. I won't do that expecting a reaction. Like I wouldn't recommend anyone tell their friend that their partner's cheating to split up or to anything. To make them split up. Yeah, cuz it's like that's yeah. within their own relationship. Right. They might have that information and be like, okay, this means we need to work on a relationship. And now we can talk about that more openly. Or this means I need to have a clean break because this person is disrespecting me. Yeah. That's their decision. But yeah. I don't want to hold the information and not say anything and then still be this person's friend when I know there, something could be done about the thing that I saw. You're coming from a truly non judgmental place, but just yeah. of a place of love and support for the friend. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would absolutely want that. I back. think I think it's very tough for people to genuinely come from that place often. So yeah. I there, think a lot of pe- people I think you're right. Yeah. Give that info. They expect like you, you gotta leave to him. behave like, a certain yeah. way. Right. Yeah. Oh, Even totally. if they don't tell you, they wanna see what you're gonna do and they judge what you're gonna do. Yeah. And well look, now I'm in my thirties and I've seen so many iterations it of all, my yeah. friends' relationships, of my relationship, and I'm like, you know what? You got to deal with it however you deal with it. There's no right or wrong way to do anything. And people grow and change, and yeah, you just got to feel it out for yourself. So I far be it for me to tell you what to do. Yeah, but you would want to know and you would tell them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just want to You want to know why she has that sort of empathy, Rana? Because she's from another planet. She's made of, <laughs> made of crystal. I'm out of this world. She's a princess. Exactly. She's a princess from another planet. No, well, she was raised clearly by empaths. I mean, these are people, I yes. do think that, that I'm not kidding, yeah. that the Trekkies no. do have that Your sort of thing. Your parents do sound lovely. <laughs> yeah, they, they are lovely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> are you an only my... child? No, I have a little brother. Nice. He's, a, he's seven years younger than me. So I was like an only child for seven years. And his name's Henry? No, my dad's name is Henry. Oh, is did it? Did you know that? No, that's so funny. But Why did you guess Henry? That's guess. so funny. Just because Tashir is such an exotic name, I thought somebody oh, the, the in the family- would be- that, that, the second, that the second child would be called Henry or something like that. Yeah, that's really crazy. My oh. dad's name is Henry. It's <laughs> wild, Rana. What can I Whoa. say? I'm, I'm a witch. <laughs> yeah. I am a little bit of That's a like witch. a medium being like, I feel yeah. a P name in this side of the audience. A little bit. <laughs> Completely. I, I do have a little bit of that. I'm a shtetl Well, medium. then, Rana, I would get the hell out of Boston because they do not like witches there. I would run right as fast door. as possible. Right yeah. next door, Brian. We're only- Salem's uh, a minute away. We're only three miles from where uh, from where they hung them all, yeah. That's right. Um, But 
Anyway, I want to hit this word enraging for just oh, a right. second. Yeah. Go for it. And you didn't ask us about this, and you didn't ask us about you, and you didn't ask us anything like that. But I felt like it would be enraging and embarrassing to my friend to bring it up. I just want you to take a little look at what that says about how you would feel and what that's about, if that makes any sense. Because... You don't really know anything. I mean, unless you have a friend who's maybe, maybe I'm being presumptuous and the friend has a short fuse or the friend is touchy or, or the, whatever. Or the father was really yeah. bad, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Though it sounds like he doesn't know too much about how that relationship right. played right. out yeah. there. But so maybe I'm actually being the one, maybe I'm reading too much into it. Into, and you know your friend well enough to know that he's a passionate person and that this would drive him crazy or whatever. But. I just think you should be careful about writing stories where you decide how the other person is going to react. And I think that was a a point that Sashia was making, actually, which is you don't know what they're going to do with this information. And it sort of speaks to what we were just talking about, which is you can decide whether you want to deliver the information or not deliver the information and what that means, what role you want to play in that. But you shouldn't really decide how the other person's going to behave so that you can either uh, sort of, what's the word, uh, you know, exfiltrate yourself from the situation or, you know, so that you can excuse yourself from what you did or you didn't right. do. You right. should just sort of deal with the facts instead of writing stories about what would happen. I feel like my therapist would also be like, you can't control other people's reactions to things. And even if they do get enraged, they get enraged. But that's not your responsibility to make sure they do or don't. Yeah. That's, that's, they get to, they're allowed to have any and all the reactions they have to that situation. But you also, but you also should consider your friend's feelings. And if you think that, and if you do think that at this point, bringing this up two years later has no, serves no real purpose other than to expunge yourself of these feelings. Have you ever heard the phrase, don't kill the messenger? Mm-hmm. Send a singing telegram yeah. and have that person. <laughs> well, well, you know, Brian's on cameo now. So you me? Can go- no, I'm not. <laughs> Brian's on cameo. Go That's to cameo- not true. Cameo.com slash Brian. That is not true. And you can get Brian to do a All I'm saying telegram. is you can hire someone or to S- deliver this message in a cheerful Steve way. Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg's on cameo. Oh, my too, God. So you can get this- him. Specific message <laughs> sung to you. That, that's like so many layers of crazy. <laughs> hey, friend, I've got a little message for you. Exactly. Oh, God, I'm crying. <laughs> exactly. Uh, picture Fine. a scene. It's two years ago. Graduation. Yes. Or go hire a mind troupe if that's too yes. loud. You're that's in your cap funny. and gown, and we're drinking wine coolers on the lawn. Boom, an email comes in. Yeah. Exactly. You could write oh a whole play around it, a whole one-act play around it. <laughs> yeah, in two more years, you'll put up a play <laughs> explaining yeah. this whole situation. Gonna be Everything. And you know what? We just wrote your script for you. So I'd yeah. like some royalties. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. This year, we've reached the end of yet have- another history-making episode. We oh, absolutely so have. There's no question about it. So what we're going to do, I think, for our giveaway this week Oh, is, so Sashir, every yeah. episode we give away to one of the people who wrote in a little prize, and it's just, we decide who that is, and it can be 
anyone that we it just comes from the heart. There are no real mm-hmm. criteria. Just whoever you think should get the gift. So are we giving it? Should I recap, Rana? Yeah, I'm going to tell you what the gift is so you can decide. Oh, yes. Yeah. We're going to do, first of all, we're going to give away a Harry's Lobster's T-shirt, Harry's Home Delivered Lobster's T-shirt. Okay. My boyfriend, We're, well, he's not my boyfriend. Wow. He's my- You have been throwing that I know, around. I know. I casually started seeing someone who catches lobsters on the shore by, sort of by Bronis house. Oh, who, who, <laughs> this person exists? Just, his name. Just so you know, it's not clear if he's ever caught a lobster. Ron, thing, stop yeah. saying that. Yeah. The only thing we know is he's trying to get a lobster business off the ground. He's That's trying to get know. a lobster business off the ground. He's financing okay. it in a very industrial way. But the problem way is by we, selling T-shirts. We haven't for a been able that doesn't exist. We haven't been able to deliver any lobsters yet, so we're selling T-shirts first, and then the lobsters for the lobster delivery will come later. He also okay. lost his. It's boat. an. It's a, by the way. It's an. It's an all new business plan that no one's really ever tried. I've never seen him before. The shirt's See? before the product. See? Okay. <laughs> Harry's you. home delivered lobsters. We've made a shirt. So I'm and trying to And it's just a lobster? Is it a cooked lobster? No. Um, oh, no, definitely it, not. We haven't really gotten that far yet. So I think- it, you know, What it really is, it's a bucket of water in the back of a pickup truck. And then they come to your house and they say, you, you got your water? You have you got your water ready? Do you want to yeah, hear something then, really messed up, Sashir? Rana won't even pay for the shipping for this project. Wow. She said that yeah. that should be Harry's responsibility. Right, oh, because wow. it's not my business and also not my business. And then it, in addition to not being my business, it's not my business. <laughs> that tomato, makes tomato. Yeah. 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 <laughs> tomato, tomato. Exactly. Strawberry, strawberry. That's right. Uh, so we're going to give a Harry's Home Delivered Lobster t-shirt. Mm-hmm. But we're also, because it's the end of summer. And we were talking about how summer's going so quickly. We're going to do a McConnell's gift certificate for people so we can the ship ice cream. some some Ooh, gorgeous McConnell's ice that's cream. Great. A couple of pints of McConnell's ice cream too. That wow. sounds fantastic. To somebody for their little personal COVID kiki that they can have at their house. Okay. Great. Okay. Yeah. So should we give that to want to buy an Airstream? Oh, yeah. <laughs> or what do we do with Jen? Or... <laughs> Uh, the Facebook stuck in the middle. Who deserves the ice cream and the t-shirt? Airstream, Jen, Facebook. I can tell you who does not deserve. Mm. Airstream? Yeah. Because they could <laughs> yes. just, buy, by the way, they could buy the entire business of McConnell's ice they cream. Should it take, sounds like they're doing just fine. They should take their new $200,000 rig uh, and drive it straight to Santa Barbara. And if they did that, then they could try the Santa Barbara strawberry, which they only have locally. So, right. the, and I have to say that listener, that letter writer, I think understands the value of that kind of a trip. That they would mm-hmm. plan the whole trip around going to eat Barbara Streisand's favorite ice cream. Can I tell my source. story? Can yeah. I tell my story quickly? Oh, so Nothing stopped you before. <laughs> Barbara Streisand has her yeah. assistant. Yes. Drive every single day to Santa Barbara to get her one pint of ice cream because she doesn't want to keep more than that in her house. But she loves their ice cream. So every day, her assistant And they only have it in Santa Barbara. And they only have this particular flavor in Santa Barbara. Yeah. I have no problem with that whatsoever. (laughs) What's the difference? Isn't there... So she's going to spend an hour and a half 
driving around Malibu, going to CVS and Ralph's and this place and that place. But why she can it- take a beautiful drive to Santa Barbara, pick up the ice cream and drive back. I guess, but couldn't the assistant also have like a freezer of her own that she could just stock them up Ooh, in? Yeah. Well, I hope the assistant's listening because that's a good idea. Yeah, that's way and smarter. And then what you could bunch. do is you could go for a hike during that hour. I was going to say you have two free hours. Yeah, every yeah. day. Yeah. Boy, that is, you're very crafty, Brian. That's a good idea. If Barbara Streisand's assistant is listening, or, <laughs> or if a friend of Barbara Streisand's assistant is listening, mm-hmm. let us know if the message gets there. The other thing, by the way, is did you see that Carrie Fisher's assistant wrote a, a fake book? I about- know him. A star is bored. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know anyone that's oh. read it yet? Yes, it's very good. I know personal stories from him about Carrie Fisher that I can't share, but that are. So fantastic. It just makes you love her more. They're so fantastic and wild. It's supposed to be fun, that book. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. It's supposed to be great. Okay, so who's our winner? Okay, what do you think, Sashir? I think the person with the Facebook guilt, maybe they can call their friend and have a social distance hang and each each of them can have a pint in the park and dish it out. (laughs) I don't mind that one bit. Yeah. I I am with you. I think it should be the Facebook. What do you think, Yeah. I agree, mostly because I think actually it's a very sensitive letter. Yes. And it's a person that is carrying around. I really don't think this letter was just about our letter writer. I mean, despite what I said about the enraging thing on the end, I really think it was about a person who tries to go through this world, being a good friend to people, giving people a chance and wanting to do right by other people and that that can be a real burden uh, when you're sensitive and when you care about other people. And I think that it's a tough position to be in. There's a lot of people that never would have given it another thought or would have seen the email, the message and deleted it and thought, I'm not dealing with this. I'm graduating Mm -hmm. this week, excuse me, to make sure that my outfit's in order and then all the parties I'm going to, this is none of my business, delete. The fall from grace. That a graduate, yeah. ex- the, a graduate is very different a week before graduation than they oh, are yeah. a week after graduation. <laughs> huge. That personality yeah. is shifts fast. Yeah, you're into confident top. to yeah. What the hell is going on? Yeah, because yeah. you're right back into the pool with people standing over. Of course. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. But I think you sound like a lovely person and that maybe maybe you can release yourself from a little bit of this guilt. And yeah. we, and I have to say, that's a perfect summer look to me, though. A Harry's Lobster t-shirt and then a little McConnell's ice cream. I mean, that sounds, that's a very new, even though the ice cream's from Santa Barbara, it's a very New England. Rana. These t-shirts look like Jaws shirts. They're mm-hmm. fabulous. Yeah. Listen. Okay. So Sheer's Zameda. Spree is out now. iTunes, yes. Amazon, all the things. Please watch it. Woke is going to be out in 10 minutes. In a few weeks, a couple mm-hmm. weeks, really. Yeah. And um, Sashir. Sashir, do you have a blue check mark on Instagram? I'm just curious. I do. Here yeah. we go. Because I don't. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I yeah. told Rana, go ahead. And I didn't even know how embarrassing it was. And Brian brought it to my attention a couple of weeks ago. Oh, no. And now... I don't know what to do. I'm trying to get these listeners to follow Ask Rana. They don't want to do it. Mm. A couple of them are listening. A couple. How about of them follow are. Ask Rana at the same time? You could follow the Sheer Truth. That's a double header. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Are you the Sheer Truth everywhere? Yes, on Twitter, on Instagram. Okay, that's all I have. <laughs> well, this is what yeah, I want to say, Sashir. If you wouldn't, and this is ultimately the ask, 
Could you buy us some followers on Ask Rana Instagram? Okay, you know what? This is really not um, place to shit. That's we not- should ask that the Airstream guy if he would That's, do that. Yeah, honestly, he's, he's looking to burn some cash. You need to reply to him right now. Tell him we can. We're looking to put one hundred ninety-one thousand dollars into our social media budget, and then we'll give him one of the T-shirts signed by Harry. <laughs> I like that idea. And Sashia, we sent. Did you get the coffee? We sent you some coffee, or did it not oh, arrive? Oh, great! Yet? I don't think it got here yet. Okay, but it will come. So you've got ask Ron a coffee on the way. We hope you love Ooh, it. Let us know thank what you, you think. So much. Now, Sashia, uh, at the very end of the show, we read a cliffhanger that we don't. Oh yes, answer I, here. I completely forgot. We just read it, and uh, Ron and I answer it on the Patreon. Ooh. You can stick around to hear it, or you also don't have to. It's totally up to you. I'll hear it. Oh great! Yeah, okay. Perfect. Should I read it, Ron, or would you I like think, to? I think you should for sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Don't All you right. love Brian's striped shirt to say today? I do. So I actually cute. have bought like so much beach stuff that looks like that shirt. Like I yeah. bought like, a little pop-up beach tent that has blue and white stripes. And I bought so great. some like lounge sand chairs. I love that look. I love uh, a blue and white I'm stripe. It's a class. <laughs> Good. And it mm-hmm. goes perfectly with that Ask Ron a Kiss Kiss oh. Mop. Look at yep. that. Yeah. Isn't that cute? That's yeah. very cute. Hop in my gondola. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I really hadn't thought of that. That's very funny. It's just, hop in. <laughs> Dear Ron and Brian. You can be the gondolier to my Peggy Guggenheim. How does that sound? Sounds great, Ron. She had her own but, personal gondolier. But what she didn't oh, have was her yeah. own personal pedicurist. Yes. Well, I, and my, I know cleaning you lady, my cleaning lady does my nails. Yeah. Ronna. Okay. Dear Ronna and Brian. She's from Ukraine, Sashia. It's the same thing. Did you ever go there, Sashia? Yeah. I haven't. No, me no. neither. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't. No. Let's just say I haven't, I haven't been back since they chased me out 164 years ago. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Dear Ron and Brian, last fall, I moved in with my current roommate. She and I share several friends and have known each other for around 10 years, but have never been very close. But after living together for nearly a year, including the extra time spent together in quarantine, I'd say we're good friends. Okay. A couple weeks ago, she confessed to me that she is, and she put quotes on this, in love with a fitness trainer with a fitness trainer she started seeing in April, virtually at the time. While sharing, she also mentioned this guy, quote, woke up the day after his wedding five years ago and realized he made a mistake and is now in the process of separating from his wife. They also have a toddler as well. At the time, I said I thought it was dangerous to fall for someone who lied to his wife for five years, and she never mentioned it again. Recently, I learned from one of our mutual friends that she's planning on moving in with him, and they're talking about marriage. Would this concern you if it were your friend? And if so, would you say anything? I'm moving out in a month, so I'm not concerned about preserving a living situation, but I have the same concerns I expressed to her the first time. Our mutual says, don't touch it, but I'd love your thoughts on this. Thank you for everything, including and especially Shades of Vanilla Coffee, which is, excuse me, exquisite, kiss, kiss. Patreon.com slash askrana for that. That's a pretty good one. That's a good one. I have to say, I'm sorry Sashia won't be with us for that because- Uh, I know. I have a pen, yes. Yes, based on the last (laughs) answer, I'm sure. I'm certain that you do. Yeah. Um, Sashia, this has been an absolute pleasure. So fun. Yes, Uh, so fun. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on and continued success on everything that you're touching, which is fabulous. Yes. Thank you. What a fall you have lined up. Yes. Amazing. Thank you. All uh, right. Kiss, kiss. Ooh, 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 
Do you miss sexy lobster dinners at exclusive restaurants on the shore? I know I do. Hi, I'm Brian Safi, an exclusive celebrity. All the way from Massachusetts Bay, the star island of New England, comes a farm-to-table lobster experience from an actual lobsterman. And his celebrity friend, me. The Lobsterman starts every morning before the sun comes up, while I work out in case I have to be on camera. First things first, get the lobsters on set. (laughs) These are made with 100% organic hemlock wood. And the bait is wild caught. Order Harry's Lobsters for home delivery. Now serving Marblehead and other parts of Massachusetts that don't matter as much as Marblehead. And soon to be shipping nationwide and on movie sets everywhere. I should know. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.